It is Thursday, April 16th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, a guy with a stimulus check, and he's not afraid to use it. J.P. Shadrick. Well, it hasn't arrived, but it's already been used. That's how it works. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour on this Thursday, April 16th. Glad you're along with us on 1010 AM on the radio dial and also Jaguars.com. Jaguars social media pages. Anywhere you can find Jaguars programming. We're on right now. Welcome in, uh, J.P. Shadrick with you. It's a nice day outside. Hope you're doing well uh, with everything going on still. We're all trying to stay at home as best we can, including this radio program. Here's what we're getting to today. We've got a busy show ahead. John Osher recapping the Dave Caldwell-Doug Marone press conference, the pre-draft quote-unquote luncheon, if you will, was today over Zoom. We'll hear a couple of bites from those guys and see what John Osher has taken away from that. You can read about that on the Jaguars' website currently. Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor joins us. We caught up earlier this week. You'll see the full video tomorrow on the team website, but you'll hear a little bit from Freddie T. today about where the Jags stand and uh, some uh, maybe what they could do in the draft. We'll hear from NFL Network analysts Charles Davis and Charlie Casserly and get their thoughts on some of the position groups in the draft this year. And Jags analyst Jeff Lagerman wraps up the show with us a little bit later today. Dave Caldwell and Doug Marone on a conference call today. Dave Caldwell with 12 draft picks this year to work with. 12 picks, uh uh, it's huge, man. Uh, you know, this is the most draft capital we've had here, and and uh, we need to hit on all twelve, and that's our and that's our philosophy and and our thought process is that we want to make every one of them count. And if if we could use one of those to go maybe trade up and get a guy that that we want in the select round, we'll do that too. And um, and you never know, we make we may acquire some more uh, throughout the draft. We'll hear from head coach Doug Marone coming up. We go to the phone line now and welcome in Jaguars.com senior writer John Osier, who was on that call today as well. John, good afternoon. How are you? Good, JP. How are we? Well, we're here, which is good. Yeah. And uh, we, we've had a lot of Jaguars news today, which is also good when – when the head coach and the general manager get on a pre-draft conference call, video chat, whatever you want to call it, that's always news. Now, I don't know if Dave really said anything there. He said he has 12 picks. They could move. They could not. Uh, there wasn't anything definitive there, but uh, that's kind of how it works these days leading up to a draft. Well, you never expect any breaking news from the pre-draft uh, call or the luncheon. Uh, did you get your pizza, by the way, JP? <laughs> I sure did. Okay, the Jaguars well. PR staff sent pizzas to everybody on the call, including uh, John and I, apparently. Yeah, yeah that made it official. So, um, <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody expected Dave to say, hey, we're trading up. I mean, not, you know, what do you say going into a draft? It was interesting. He was asked late in the show by Sam or late in the conference by Sam Kavaris how many guys you have that you absolutely wouldn't trade the pick for, which, you know, means how many guys like Josh Allen or Jalen Ramsey do you love in this thing? And he said four, which I think is, you know, you would think, and I'm putting words in his mouth, but, you know, Brown, Simmons, Akuda, uh, guys like that, uh, probably in that range, maybe a quarterback, who knows. Uh, I thought what was most interesting about what Dave said was the tone of his response when he was asked, how key is this? And he was asking the nature of the rebuild. Dave doesn't use the word rebuild at this thing. But he said it's huge. They've got 12 picks. They need to hit on them. You're not going to hit on all 12. But it was clear, I thought, in Dave's answer, JP, that he understands how important it is. They have traded away veterans to get 12 picks here. You're putting a lot of cards on the table with this draft, and he understands the importance of it. So if if 12 guys show up here, and we've talked about this before, a lot of those guys, if not all of them, you'd feel like would make the team because of the roster or the, the salary cap situation and all that. That's a lot of youth running around the field compared to some veteran players that were in here before. So that's a risky proposition. Well, it is, and you know, it, it's, it's going to put a huge emphasis on leadership from young guys like Josh Allen, Jawan Taylor, Gardner Minshew. 
you're turning the keys over to the franchise to a young bunch. And, yeah. you know, that's scary. It, it, it didn't necessarily work out great when they did that in 13 and 14. But I don't think there was the talent base back then that there's going to be with this bunch. Um, it's been interesting. Every time Doug talks about this team, Doug Marone, and he did again today, he's talked about being excited about this group for a number of reasons. He's talked about the culture. He's talked about having a bunch of guys that you're not dealing with the distractions of recent years. You know, clearly they're taking the approach this is going to be a young team, a fun team, a talented team that probably doesn't have a whole lot of expectations. Uh, but it's going to be a case of, hey, let's go out. Let's not worry about off-field stuff. Let's not worry maybe about personal things, individual things. Let's go have fun playing football. Uh, that's clearly Doug's approach, and I guess we'll see if that works. Jaguars.com senior writer John Ozier joining us on the phone. This is Jaguars happy hour on this Thursday afternoon. Glad you're along with us today. Uh, let's hear from head coach Doug Marone now, a big topic of conversation and starting to get a little rumbling in some of these mock drafts is the quarterback position. And he was asked today, head coach Doug Marone was, what his position is on Gardner Minshew and do they want to back it up? We evaluated everyone in the draft. I mean, so we evaluated, you know, the quarterback position just like we evaluated the defensive end, running back position, everything. You know, and I think a lot of times you'll look out there and, you know, right now, you know, this, this question, I, I hope, you know, everything gets straight. Right now, if we want to play, Gardner Minshew's our guy, and I'm excited about that. But do I want competition for him? Uh, absolutely. You want competition for everyone, though. You know, I don't want to make it where, you know, I'm answering this question and uh, Marone's not as confident or Marone wants competition. I want, you know, just for the quarterback, I want competition for everyone. The one thing about Gardner is that, you know, he has shown some good things last year. You know, we did win, obviously, six games with him. Uh, he's a guy right now that's working his ass off. I mean, so, again, you know, right now we're working on getting a better football team, like Dave said, if we could bring someone in. Or, you know, the other thing is, hey, bring some people in around that, that can help that position, that quarterback. Interesting stuff there from the head coach, and it's the same kind of idea. It's not like he's going to show you everything. But they do like what he brought to the table last year. They like his work ethic this offseason. And then time will tell what happens if there's an, you know, if there's somebody that shows up in on draft night that you have to go get, you have to go get him. Well, I think a lot of fans don't necessarily want to hear this, but, you know, Minshew is, is not the guy yet, meaning <laughs> – capital T, capital G. And he showed enough to give you to make you hope that he is. He showed enough things to make you think that maybe he is. But, you know, the franchise right now is not ready to, on April 16th, give him the keys to the car and say, hey, let's go. Uh, I think there is a situation where they still, he's a young player, and even if they do feel that way, which maybe they do, they don't want to publicly say it yet. They don't want to tell Gardner, hey, you're the man. Uh, no, let's keep working. Let's keep taking the approach of you've got to earn it. And I think most importantly right now, JP, don't tip your hand going into the draft. Hey, there's no way we're not taking a quarterback at number nine. You know, because it, if you're sitting there at number nine and there's a quarterback on the table and, and teams want to trade up for him, you want to make sure that teams know that you're not necessarily not going to take one, if you will. So. Uh, I think there's a lot of reasons for not saying that yet. Mainly, I think that they don't want to necessarily – they want to make Gardner still earn what they hope he can earn. John Ozier with us, Jaguars.com senior writer. Nothing new on the unique Ngakwe front. That was going to be a question that you knew was coming from somebody, and Dave Caldwell has pretty much said all he's going to say about it until <laughs> something else happens, it feels like. Well, they've taken the approach – Unique is going to say what he's going to say on Twitter, and I think that's his right. Uh, they understand that he's unhappy. They understand that he's going to say things. The organization, from the time last season ended, and, and, and really from the start of all this, has said, hey, we want him. Uh, we want him to play for us. But they're not going to get into announcing their feelings about the whole situation on Twitter. They're not going to respond to what he said. Uh, you know, That's really a spot where the player says what he's going to say. I wasn't surprised Dave took that approach. I think they'd still like to have him next year. 
Uh, and if they get something that blows them out of the water, they would trade them. But I don't think that that's their, uh, I don't think that that's their want. And they're certainly not going to come out today and say, Hey, we're cutting ties. That's not the way they feel. John, uh, I know you've, you've covered this, uh, over and over again after the press conference today, and you've got both your stories available now on jaguars.com. And uh, what do you got up, uh, the, the, you know, tomorrow, what's coming up the next day or two from you? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, JP? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would, actually. Thank I'm not going to tip my hand either. No. Uh, tomorrow, I'll kind of parse through a lot of what Doug said about the offseason program. I think yeah. it's interesting how the virtual offseason programs, a lot of people know, uh, much like the draft is virtual, it's going to be virtual for the players. It's an important time, meaning Jay Gruden's got to get his offense to these guys and how they're going to go about doing that. I think the big thing to know about the offseason program, the communication between coordinator and quarterback is really going to be the key. And I can't imagine that there's not going to be a lot of conversation between those two elements. But overall, they're going to get the information. They're going to get the guys in the cloud. And it's going to be up to players to consume that information and be ready for when they come back. So we'll talk about that a little bit in the stories on Jaguars.com. Looking forward to that. Always look forward to chatting with you. And uh, we got draft coverage next week. How about that? About this time next week will be uh, three or four hours away from the start of the NFL draft. And that week will go by quickly. John, good to talk to you always. Appreciate your time. All right, buddy. You stay safe. Everybody else, too. Thanks, JP. Enjoy your pizza, by the way. Uh, John, John Osier joining us, JackHorse.com senior writer. We've got plenty ahead on this program. We're back in a moment. We'll hear from Fred Taylor, pride of the Jaguars running back. We caught up earlier this week over uh, Zoom, in fact, and you'll see the video tomorrow on Jaguars.com for the first time, but you'll hear him for the first time on this program coming up. Remember to do your part, Duval. Practice social distancing. Wash your hands often. Maintain a daily exercise habit at home, which I have not done, and stay connected with friends, family, and Jags fans. For local information regarding the coronavirus pandemic, follow on Twitter at, at JacksReady and at HealthyFLA. And use the hashtag StayHome, StayStrong. Back with more in a moment, it is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a yield pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. 
Everyone is trying to do their part, especially now. And your Ford dealer is built to lend a hand. If your vehicle needs service, just call. Ford service centers are essential to your community and are still open. Find out about pickup and delivery options from participating Ford dealers. Plus, they've implemented enhanced cleaning measures for added peace of mind. After all, you have a lot to take care of. Let us do our part and help take care of you. During this time of uncertainty, the team at Florida Eye Specialists is prioritizing the safety of their patients, staff, and community. Florida Eye Specialists is monitoring the progression of the coronavirus daily and has temporarily closed all offices. Although their office hours have been affected, their commitment to the community has not. Bold City's best eye care practice will continue to staff on-call doctors for any patients who have urgent or emergency eye care needs. Call Florida Eye Specialists at 904 564 2020. Go into the night with Jaguar sideline reporter Rick Ballou every weeknight on 1010XL. 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 Welcome back, Jaguars. Happy hour on this Thursday, April 16th. All dailies and dailies dash locations are open and operating under normal hours. Pick up a fresh made to order sub or a sandwich from Daily's Dash today. And as Tony Vaselli says, get that dash sauce. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. Busy show. Our thanks to John Ozier, Jaguars.com senior writer, for joining us. The uh, entire Dave Caldwell, Doug Marone video conference is available on the team website as well. You'll uh, catch John's writing there as well. Uh, it's now time to catch up with Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. He's our co-host on Jaguars post-game radio as well. Always good to catch up with Freddie T down in South Florida. They're hanging at the house. He and the, his wife and all the kids running around. I think there's seven people in the house. So uh, food has been a little bit of an issue with growing children eating all the food and not keeping notes. They're trying to keep everything straight down there, but all's well so far in the Fred Taylor household down south uh, we talk about plenty of things here including what the jaguars have done in this offseason and what they could be doing a week from right now mr taylor how you holding up sir i'm good man i'm good just um just trying to stay positive you know trying to stay patient unlike everybody you see on social media everybody's sort of you know frantic and they're panicking in their own right you know, everybody's talking about not staying at or, or you know, frustrated by being at home. You know, uh, I think this is a time, you know, you got to, you know, just uh, dig deep, you know, discover something new about yourself and uh, just adapt the best that you can. Uh, I think more importantly, uh, just do your part. You know, it, it's uh, we talk about uh, the country, you know, then you talk about community, but yourself as an individual. You're the foundation to that all. I think uh, me personally, you know, I've just been trying to help where I can help. Uh, but I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm trying to keep an eye on things, you know. Uh, it's bad enough as it is. I don't always jump into, you know, sport. I sort of run away from everything. But now it gives me a little bit more of an opportunity to try to dig in a little bit and keep my eye open on things that's going on. Fred, let's talk a little football. It's been a little bit since we've been able to catch up with you, and there's been a yeah. lot that's happened for the Jaguars over this offseason. Some big yeah. names have moved on. Calais Campbell traded away to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They got a fifth-round pick for him. A.J. Boye going to Denver. Nick Foles, for goodness sakes, is with the Chicago right. Bears now, the fourth-round pick. That's a lot of moving parts, but they had to do some of these things because they were up against and, in fact, over the salary cap at the start of the league. Right. I mean, it was necessary moves, you know, as a fan, uh, as a Jaguar lifer, as a fan, uh, you know, I I think the one that surprised me the most was the Calais move. Uh, Just a big guy, leader, you know, someone who's going to be much needed in that locker room. So we have to, you know, another question alongside who the draft picks are going to be is who's going to be the leader? You know, who are the young guys that are either already there or coming in? You know, who are they going to follow? Who are they going to look up to? Uh, I've seen somewhere where Leonard, you know, he's been sort of uh, saying, well, man, I'm not going to have any more teammates left on his social media. 
But I really firmly believe that this is an opportunity for Leonard to solidify himself, you know, as a leader. Go ahead and accept the role, man. You know, you, you've been there as a uh, fourth-year guy mm-hmm. coming up. So I think this is the time to accept that role and, you know, try to find something positive in it all. Uh, but a lot of moves made, necessary moves uh, for salary cap. But uh, it's going to be tough to replace some of those guys, namely Calais. You know, Boye, he, he, he didn't quite necessarily have that same, you know, smoke and fire behind him as he did when he first arrived. But cornerback uh, position, I think that's a need too. Uh, but more importantly, that defensive, you're not going to win any games if you can't stop anybody or getting pressure on anyone. So replacing Calais, I think that probably should be, in my opinion, one of the more important or, or one of the big priorities in the draft. Fred, we'll get to uh, your thoughts on the draft a little deeper here coming up in a minute. Um, but we mentioned there, obviously, Nick Foles gone. So that means Gardner Minshew and Josh Jobs are in the quarterback room currently. Right. So it yeah. seems like it's Gardner Minshew's job, at least for now, depending on what happens in the draft. Maybe Dave Caldwell pulls a fast one and sneaks a quarterback <laughs> in early. You never know, right? But it seems right. like Gardner's yeah, yeah. the guy. It was a good rookie year for him. Yeah, no, it was a really good rookie year and. uh you know, he and I, they have to they have to compete. I think it would be nice if they could somehow either find another veteran guy. It'd be tough at this point. Uh, but someone else to come in, you know, sort of help bring uh, Gardner along even more. Um, I thought uh, Foles did a great job last year of, of taking him under his wing in spite of, you know, all the other things that were going on. But it's always good to have a veteran guy in there that's been through it, that's seen it, knows how to prepare, uh, can help teach Gardner, uh, because he's still raw. You know, he had a solid uh, rookie uh, campaign, but he's still raw. What we say, 14 games, he started 13, a 91 uh, QBR quarterback rating, uh, 21 touchdowns to six INTs, 3,200 yards passing. That's all good. That's all good. But, you know, the errant throws, the other opportunities he had where, you know, he didn't necessarily have to flush the pocket, you know, but he was seeing things. And then he started, you know, trying to attempt the Minshew magic and get creative. And, you know, that possibly could be in him naturally. But I think that um, he needs to calm down a bit, you know, and become that guy who could actually, um, you know, just, just step up and be a little bit more dependable. So, um, but you never know. You never know what they're going to bring in, who they're going to bring in. If Dave Caldwell is going to uh, draft another guy, but uh, right now Gardner is the guy. Uh, uh, everything's uh, on his plate right now. Fred Taylor with us, proud of the Jaguars, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and our co-host on Jaguars postgame. Part of that argument, if Gardner's the guy, get him some more weapons to see if he's really the guy to help him out fully. Right? They they have DJ Chark who went to the Pro Bowl last year. They got for right. that. Um, they've added a tight end and Eifert. Oliver's going to come back off injury, so maybe finally they'll figure out the tight end position and have some success there long term. But they could use another guy on the outside, right? I mean, a, a wide receiver opposite Chark, that would be a, a really nice get early in this draft. Uh, it would be really nice. It would be really, really nice. The, uh, the receiver from uh, Alabama, Jerry Judy, mm. he's a great skilled route runner. You know, I think he can get better in catching the ball. He had some some drops, but uh, he's such a great route runner. And you need that in the NFL because of the timing. You want the precision uh, uh, and in the routes, the, the, the depths, the proper depths, knowing how to maneuver in zones, the man versus man coverage. He's shown some great ability. So I, I like Jerry Judy, and I also like uh, Justin Jefferson. You know, he's a guy I think would be really nice 20th pick. You know, and uh, he's the guy who terrorizes the slot. I think he was 6'1", 205 or somewhere in that ballpark. And he showed outstanding hands at LSU. Uh, just his campaign last year was amazing. So I And, and he and uh, DJ, they have familiarity being two LSU guys. I don't know if we can handle three LSU I was guys. Say, we're loading team. up on Tigers over <laughs> here, Fred. I, but, uh, you know, history usually works that way, man. Uh you know, LSU has been a great co- collegiate program lately. They've always had solid players. You know, uh, they finally got a coach in play. And then they had a quarterback that went out there and played well. So uh, those guys, 
you know, they have some ability. We'll see what happens on the offense. Or maybe side. even Derrick Brown at nine. I mean, oh, who? See? I like Derrick Brown at nine first. I said Calais was, um, you know, the priority was defensive line, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and he's a beast. He can play any position across the board, in my opinion. Uh, so I like him at nine. You know, I love that ninth pick, 1998. The ninth pick did okay. Uh, that was me for everybody. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so that, that I was ninth pick in 98. So I got a lot of love for that slot. And Derek Brown, like I said, he's a beast out there, SEC guy. Uh, or either just fall back and get a receiver at, at 20. Who knows? But they got a lot of room. Fred Taylor with us, proud of the Jaguars running back. And Fred, I think you could be a video or TV producer in your future because that's a perfect segue to the defensive talk for the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> They've added some pieces there, obviously, in free agency. And, and it's because the second part of the season, they were carved up in the running game, and right. especially right up the middle of the defense. And you, you can't get much done when you can't stop the running game, especially right up the middle. So they got a middle linebacker in Schobert. Mm -hmm. um, they're moving Miles Jack to the weak side. But the big question now is what's that interior going to look like? And either if it's Brown or it's Kinlaw or somebody like that, you'll feel like that's still um, the final one of the final pieces missing on this defense. Yeah, whatever it is or whomever it is right now, it's going to have to be a young guy that comes in. He's got to be a beast. You know, he, he's going to have to have a dog attitude and mentality because it starts with the down four. You know, um, the question, one of the big question marks, uh, and I'm pretty sure a concern for the team when it comes or when it came down to if they wanted to, you know, uh, extend unique to a long-term deal, you know, you have to, as well as good of a pass rusher as he is, he has to be, be a little more stout in the run game. He's a solid player, don't get me wrong. And we all have some strengths and weaknesses. I, I struggled catching the ball. That was one of my weaknesses. You know, and he could be better in the run game. And he will do that through his quickness. But you have to have those guys in the interior to make his job a bit easier. Now he can just wreck shop with his speed and his quickness. Uh, and also, even with the guys that they're bringing in, the moves, the changes at linebacker, I think uh, Miles is going to do well on the outside. You'll, he'll, he'll be able to give himself an opportunity to move back to that position where he could just use his speed, hit the, his athleticism, cover those guys in the slot. He's a better zone defender as opposed to just dropping back in the middle. Uh, but more importantly, you have to have that down uh, down four to protect those guys in the run game. It starts with the down four. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, uh, Doug and the defense, what they do uh, in that in that uh, in those positions to make them those guys better and give the team an opportunity to get back to where they were a couple years ago in the run game. Uh, Fred, another need for this Jaguars football team is a true frontline starting cornerback. Jalen Ramsey's in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. A.J. Boye is a mile high in Denver right now. So, hey, guess what? Trey Herndon had a pretty good year last year. Yeah. Uh, D.J. Hayden's going to stay inside at nickel, it sounds like. They got somebody in free agency, but it's a competing free agent. Feels like that they could go cornerback pretty high in this draft, too. Yeah, it definitely does sound that way. It does sound that way. I mean, I like C.J. Henderson. You know, I'm a Gator. Of course, of course, you do. I do. <laughs> you know, but he's he's long, he's rangy, he's fast. You know, um, he's a guy who's familiar. You know, uh, he's great in press coverage. Uh, the defense that they play down in Florida, some blitzing, a lot of man to man shadowing the receivers. He didn't shadow a lot of receivers because he. Let me say he blanketed a lot of receivers. So I, I think that would be a solid pick. Uh, whether it be they could go defense, defense, you know, because with, with those fourth rounders, you're going to find a receiver, you know. But if you have an opportunity to get a lockdown cornerback, you know, uh, a, a, a guy like a, a, a Derrick Brown or so in the top 10, you know, go for it. Because offense, if you build your defense to be great, and we don't know what these guys are going to bring to the table, it's all about potential and possibility. But if you build a defense to be just lights out great, you're going to give your offense more opportunities to get the ball back, to, to, to try and work their magic and make something happen. And with those opportunities, you, have, you always have on your side potential for penalties, you know, with deep shots to the receivers. 
uh, and, and everything else that comes along with it. So I, I don't think defense defense is bad. Um, I did like Jefferson at 20 or receiver at that pick, but um, receiver cornerback for that second pick, I think they can go either way uh, right now because the offense does have some guys returning. I think cornerback might be more of a necessity. Um, but, I mean, who knows? Caldwell, he has, you know, to make those decisions. I believe Doug is going to get a bit more involved, you know, because it's their roster. You have to have some familiarity with your players and the guys that are coming in. If these guys fit my philosophy and my style of play, you know, and, and, and communication more than anything between the front office and the coaching staff, that's going to be so big for the team this year, more so than it had been in previous years. Fred Taylor, pride of the Jaguars running back, joining us. The full conversation coming up tomorrow in a video chat available on Jaguars.com. Mellow Mushroom open for delivery and curbside pickup orders. And they're currently offering free delivery or 10% off pickup orders. Visit the Mellow Mushroom website or the mobile app and place your order and do it right now. We're back in a moment. A little more draft talk ahead. Charles Davis and Charlie Casserly from NFL Network. We'll see what they had to say about some of the prospects and strong position groups in this year's NFL draft. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. There's a chance your local GEICO agent has the same affinity for dad jokes as you. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. Maybe an impasta. Oh, so cheesy. Ah, did it great on you. Yeah, you really shredded me. (laughs) But there's a better chance your local GEICO agent could help you out with auto, homeowners, renters, or condo insurance. Motorcycle, boat, or RV insurance, too. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need to share a love for paternal puns to do that. Local GEICO agents. Call or visit yours today. Everyone is trying to do their part, especially now. And your Ford dealer is built to lend a hand. If your vehicle needs service, just call. Ford service centers are essential to your community and are still open. Find out about pickup and delivery options from participating Ford dealers. Plus, they've implemented enhanced cleaning measures for added peace of mind. After all, you have a lot to take care of. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat. More cheese. More veggies. More quality. More taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash. Made fresh. Daly's. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find the location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Where Jaguars fans find common ground. Duval till we die. 1010XL. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour, Thursday, April 16th. J.P. Shadrick with you, and we're a week away. A week away from the 2020 NFL Draft. Virtual, from nowhere, from everywhere, in fact, this year, including Jaguars Instagram from 7 to 8 o'clock on Thursday next week. A first for this franchise. The Jaguars will utilize Instagram for a -a one-of-a-kind draft party featuring live appearances by Jags players and alumni, interactive trivia with fans and prize giveaways. The countdown show will be hosted by Jags fan and local entertainer Eric V. Dunn. Special guests will include Doug Marone, Pro Bowl wide receiver DJ Chark, Fred Taylor, who you just heard from, and Maurice Jones-Drew. And, hey, guess what? It's not a party without kickers. Josh Lambeau. And Josh Scobie will make appearances. More guests coming up in the coming days. Uh, check out Instagram next Thursday night, 7 to 8 o'clock. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about this draft. Earlier this week, you uh, saw on the Jaguars website, or if you didn't, you should have. Go there. It's a free website, jaguars.com. We uh, caught up with Charles Davis, great college football analyst for a number of years, has moved to the NFL over the last few years on Fox as a game analyst there. And around draft time, he jumps on NFL Network and helps out with their coverage of the NFL draft, the build-up to it as well. And we were talking, I guess, last Friday, and that was the day that all the stories broke about CBS's interest Charles Davis, and I believe it was the next day where uh, the reports came out of a verbal agreement. So he's in the process of moving over to CBS. Anyway, uh, Charles Davis, really, really good when it comes to the draft process and uh, raking prospects and and going through uh, what happens each and every year. Here's part of our conversation, Charles Davis, and what he thinks about the Jaguars early in this draft. And let's go right to your most recent mock draft. You go Tristan Wirfs, the Iowa tackle at nine, and Trayvon Diggs from Alabama, the cornerback at 20. I've I've seen a lot of people going offensive linemen at number nine lately. Why did you go that direction? Just went that direction with, with looking at what they're doing. And, and how they're constituting things. Can they continue to get Leonard Fournette going? Can they fortify that offensive line? And if Gardner Minshew is going to be their guy, obviously get him protected. I just think value is there as well. And, JP, you've got four big-time offensive tackles that I think on in every draft room, they will be the four in whatever order people have them ranked. Worfs will be one of them. And that's right in the midst of an offensive tackle run in my latest mock draft. But I think that there's a possibility that Jaguars could go in a number of different areas, a number of different directions, because if somehow that young man from Clemson, Isaiah Simmons, drops to nine, I don't know how you don't hop on him there. Could they surprise us all and grab one of those receivers early? Could they go defensive line? Is Derrick Brown still available from Auburn? Is Javon Kinlaw in their wheelhouse from South Carolina at number nine? And Dave Caldwell is the GM. I remember him pulling a fast one on all of us with a guy named Blake Bortles. That's true. That no one saw coming. What if he decided, hey, I'm going to fool you all in this draft and come back and get another quarterback and create some competition for the guy we already have? So I think there's a number of ways they could go. But that's how I went in this latest mock draft. And Trayvon Diggs, I gave you a 20. Because I think he can play corner and there's a screaming need for you there. But I know he can play safety if, if indeed that doesn't work. And he can swing back there and give you value. So I think I'm getting almost not a two for one, but I'm actually backstopping myself a little bit. By If he can't do one, I'm pretty sure he can do the other and be a pretty darn good player doing it. 
do you feel like there's going to be, um, at least early in this draft, maybe ahead of the Jaguars, a lot of movement, a lot of um, trading around? There's always that threat of phone calls, yeah. and a lot of times we don't see it happen. But um, in front of the Jaguars, how much chaos could there be that slides down to number nine? If there's going to be chaos, does it start at two with Washington, who have made a little bit of noise about maybe taking a quarterback there? But remember, they traded for Kyle Allen with Carolina to pair with Dwayne Haskins. Does that lessen that idea? Detroit at three, you would think that they would be open for business. But part of what they've got a battle is, didn't their ownership group tell their GM and their head coach, you better be playing meaningful games in December? Right. So, so, so are you going to get out of that one? Or maybe they look at it and say, Someone really wants a quarterback. Come get that quarterback you want at three and give us a couple of picks, and maybe they add to their roster. So they're in possibility. At four with the Giants, Dave Gettleman, the GM, whether it's been at Carolina or his short time with the Giants, JP, you know he's never traded out of his pick. So they're less likely to be that group. So let's just see what happens as we go forward. Charles Davis with us from NFL Network, Sirius XM Radio. You mentioned earlier the cornerback position when you mentioned Trayvon Diggs at number 20 in your recent mock, but it seems like there's a bunch of other names there. And obviously the Jaguars have a need there with everything that's happened in the last calendar year. Jalen Ramsey out of here, A.J. Boye now gone. So there's an open spot at outside cornerback to compete at least, if not start right away for somebody coming in pretty high. Of those guys, who do you feel like can come in right away and start at outside corner? Well, I think if you want to really be bold at nine and take C.J. Henderson from Florida, he would be that guy. Yeah. Because I think Jeff Okuda at Ohio State is probably gone in the first five picks, or so it appears. It'd be a surprise if he slid down. But if he does somehow, that could alter things too. And Could you imagine him sitting there at nine? I think the Jaguars might very well have to go in that direction. But I would think Henderson would be in play at nine. And then if you come back to 20, I already talked about Diggs, but you got a Christian Fulton from LSU who would be a big-time player there and someone that people don't look at. And A.J. Terrell from Clemson also would be someone that would be discussed during that time frame. And both of them, I think, would be on the board and be in play sitting there at the number 20 spot along with a guy like Trayvon Diggs that I've already talked about previously outside of guys like Burrow and Tua and uh, the kid from Oregon, Herbert, uh, who are some maybe second-tier guys at quarterback that could be in play, you know, second, third, fourth rounds here? Yeah, I think I think at that point, because I think Jordan Love from Utah State, someone's going to grab him in the first as well. So let's get beyond that. Jacob Fromm from – or Jake Fromm, because I keep hearing from his fans. We haven't called him Jacob since he was a freshman. Okay, my fault. <laughs> Jake Fromm from, from, from Georgia has been nothing but a winner and productive. I think he's more like a third-round guy. I think Jalen Hurts is a guy that you better keep an eye on coming out of Alabama and Oklahoma, who I think rose during the pre-draft process and was really good during the All-Star game process. And remember this about it. He's a flat-out gym rat. You know, he played for his dad in high school. So he was that kid that was – watching tape as a kid, right, and going to all the practices. And, and, and that fit. the practice field was more of his uh, babysitter. And he just got it by osmosis. We always talk about other quarterbacks that way. Let's not lose sight of that with Jalen Hurts. He gets it, understands the game. He would be a guy. The guy with the biggest arm in the draft, I think, is Jacob Eason out of the University of Washington. But we don't know what we feel about him in terms of maturity, leadership, those capabilities, because there were question marks about that at Georgia and at Washington. But if you want to play a game of catch, JP, mm -hmm. you better bring double padded gloves when you play with him. This guy can absolutely spin it and fling it. So those would be some of the guys that would be next in line that we would be talking about. You know, a Jake Luton from, from Oregon State would be more like a third-day pick. But those are the types of quarterbacks we're talking about. Charles Davis from NFL Network, uh, NFL on Fox, I guess, previously, and uh, reports are he's going to CBS. We also caught up this week with Charlie Casserly, longtime executive in the National Football League, general manager, former GM of the Washington Redskins and the Houston Texans, three Super Bowls with the Washington Redskins, two as an assistant GM, one as the top man in charge there. What does Casserly think of the Jaguars' overall needs and how they relate to this draft? I think they need a couple of things here. 
Uh, and, and that's why they've got two first-round picks, okay? One of them's Jalen Ramsey. So I think there's a couple of things here. Offensively, uh, I think I'd like to see him get another receiver. I think that would add to the offense, cause more problems with the defense, loosen it up for Fournette to run. You know, a lot depends on, you know, how Minshew, Minshew develops as a quarterback. Can he have the consistency over 16 games? Uh, but I think weapons will help him. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, C- Campbell is, was a good player, but but he was kind of, you know, on the downside a little bit there. He, he was not an outside rusher anymore. He could, he could be a decent inside rusher. So a defensive tackle, I think, would really help in the draft. That, that would be number one. I think a corner uh, on the outside, I, I think th- those are the things that I would look at. They can fill those needs then I think they can take a jump and be competitive. So I think they'll be competitive, but we're talking about trying to get to the playoffs. I think those are the positions they got to check boxes in. And finally, from Casserly, what is the biggest need at nine, and which way could the Jaguars go? Well, I think you have to take the best player there, uh, and, and that's number one. But I think they could get lucky and take a, have a defensive tackle sitting there. So this, this is where you got to you know, keep your fingers crossed. Uh, Javon Kinlaw of Stanford, uh, excuse me, South Carolina, and Derek Brown of Auburn. I think both are outstanding players. Kinlaw might have a little bit more flexibility position-wise across the front, but I think they both can stop the run. They both can rush the passer from the inside, which is hard to find. I'd be happy with either one if I were them. Now, uh, in one, my last mock draft, uh, the fingers weren't crossed enough. Okay, both were gone, and that can happen now. I don't think it will, but I think it can happen. And so at that point, I didn't see another defensive tackle to take. Uh, Jeff Okuda, the top corner, was gone. Uh, they could take a wide receiver, Jerry Judy. Now, that may not be their top need, but he would be the best player sitting on the board. That changed the offense right away there. But I gave him Isaiah Simmons, uh, who doesn't appear on the surface to be a major need. Outside linebacker. He's not a middle linebacker. Now, he's not a middle linebacker, I don't think, or safety. But I think this guy would be their best cover player on nickel. He'd be their best safety because that's where he should play, uh, I, I think, primarily. He would play the same position as, as Miles Jack, uh, so that really isn't necessarily a need, even though I think he would be better there. This guy's a top-ten pick, so that's kind of one that throws a wrench in there. If you didn't like that, hey, and, and you couldn't uh, trade up or trade back, I'd take Judy and go. You got, to, you got the best receiver in the draft. Interesting stuff, Charlie Casserly from NFL Network. The full conversation available on the team website, jaguars.com. We're back in a moment. We'll uh, get the anchor leg of the show with Jeff Lagerman, Jaguars analyst. Congree and Penn, the farm is closed until further notice, but you can still order products from the Congree and Penn online shop. Visit the Congree and Penn website for more information. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans, Fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Hey, Jacksonville, to help keep our community safe, your friends at Travel Camp RV are now offering free home deliveries on new RV purchases up to the first 40 miles. Their specialists are fully equipped to customize your deal over the phone with live video walkthroughs to help you find the perfect unit. If you prefer to view the RVs in person, they're open normal hours and have implemented improved cleaning policies to keep you safe. Travel Camp is committed to doing everything they can to make your visit comfortable and safe. Call or visit today, 833-388-9426 or Travel Camp. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Pet Paradise wants you to know that during this challenging time, all Pet Paradise resorts will remain fully operational and are now offering curbside drop-off and pickup for all appointments. In addition, Pet Paradise will offer a 50% discount on boarding and day camp services to all health care workers, plus a variety of offers to all pet owners. To utilize the new curbside drop-off and pickup, just call your resort at least five minutes prior to arrival. For more information, go to PetParadise.com or call 877-PETS-PLAY. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity start the day with jaguars and sports talk the drill with dan hicken and jeff prosser mornings on 1010 xl welcome back jaguars happy hour what a burger is open for business in the drive through 24 7 online ordering for curbside pickup available daily between 8 a.m and 8 p.m Order from your local Whataburger today. Double meat, double cheese, no onions, add mayonnaise. That's my order. Jeff Lagerman, what's your Whataburger order? All the way, baby. <laughs> Jalapenos <laughs> and everything for you. Man, give me give me everything you could put on there and make it a Dagwood. You know, one of them <laughs> things you, you can barely get your mouth on? Yeah. And, and 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 if they got uh, French fries, onion rings, throw some of them on there too. Oh, you're all you're all about it. I mean, you are a growing boy, so that makes sense. You're on the wrong hey, way, but that's all right. Hey, I, I can I can honestly say, JP, this uh, this uh, staying at home stuff, man, is making me lose weight. Lose weight, you know. I'm you know I'm a foodie, you know. I, I like to eat at my my restaurants and stuff, and uh-huh. uh, and eating healthy at home and eating good now. But I mean, heck, I. I got on the scale last week one day, and it was after a workout, so I was a little dehydrated, and I was 229. I haven't been 229 since college. I might not recognize you whenever I know. we get back together I know. again. Well, I, you know, I'm working on it now. I, I, I went back and started eating appetizers before every meal, so I, <laughs> I've gotten back to my normal range. <laughs> nice. I, I, I must say, I haven't missed a beat. I'm still eating. And eating well. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. And I, I saw some of your pictures now, even tweeting out or Instagramming out, whatever it was that I've been seeing. And uh, you're a mighty fine cook, man. Well, I mean, I, I, the problem is I have to eat it all. There's nobody else here to eat it. So it's yeah, going to go well, bad. I got to eat it. I know. I, I, know. Oof, I I'll yeah. have to do like a drive by and you can throw me a pass, <laughs> you know. <laughs> throw, throw you a barbecue rib out yeah. the window. Throw, throw it in the window, the passenger window. I'll have it open as I go by. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. Uh, Dave Caldwell and Doug Barone spoke today and they did their pre draft luncheon with air quotes there. It was over a video conference today. You're not really going <laughs> to learn any, anything from this. Have though. you ever learned? anything at a pre-draft conference we learned that they like lunch that's yeah. about it yeah i mean you're not going to learn anything there and uh you know i know that uh peter king reminded everybody in his column earlier this week when he talked about how 
you know, the best poker player or one of the best top five poker players in the business is Dave Caldwell. He won't even tell his wife who to pick it. You know, so uh, why is he going to share any information whatsoever in a pre-draft luncheon? He's not, you know, right. so uh, it's, it's going to be a big mystery. You know, the Jaguars, put it this way, the Jaguars have a lot of needs and there are so many different directions that they can go. I think it's very difficult to forecast or try to, to pin their pick to one or two guys. Uh, and and look, in position, there shouldn't be a closed position on the Jaguars draft board. I mean, can you think of a position group, JP, that you feel great about? Like, they're okay? They don't need anybody? No, I'm not really. No. 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 So, so there should not be any position that should be closed for the Jaguars and including quarterback. And, you know, and I know that they talked today and Doug talked about how he wants to get competition for everybody. And, and also would like to have competition for the quarterback. And and that's the reality. And I, and I said this before and, and I'll say it again, you know, you, you've got to look at everybody and you have to evaluate every position and the quarterback position being the most important. You have to even look at even drafting somebody high, even though uh, this is going to be a very difficult season, a very difficult season, I think, for young quarterbacks because of the situation with the coronavirus. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to get a young quarterback up to speed. It's going to be hard to get a young football team up to speed. And I think it's a great challenge, a tremendous challenge for the Jaguars football team this year because they're going to be young in a lot of areas, and they're going to be young at the most important position regardless of who the quarterback is uh, at that position and with a new offensive coordinator, and a new system, you know, so this is, this is going to be a challenging year for the Jaguars. And we knew it was going to be a challenging year from the get go when they started to make salary cap room and release them, some veterans. And so you're talking about a young team that may not have an off season that may not have a complete preseason. And uh, I think as every day passes, you know, it's kind of getting harder and harder to envision a, an NFL season being anywhere close to normal, that's for sure. Jeff Logman with us, Jaguars analyst on the phone line on Jaguars Happy Hour. And that's that's a great point, Logs, because you can do all of the classroom work you want. You can get the, the game plan and the playbook from Jay Gruden down from the cloud and, and go through it in your living room and do all this. But at some point, you have to get on the field with 11 guys and run through this stuff. Well, and – and when you're talking about you know a team that's going to have a lot of draft picks, that's going to have a, a lot of young players, you know you're talking about learning a new offense. You're not going to have the repetitions that yeah. you normally would. I don't care about all this virtual stuff. Look, virtual stuff is for the birds. I mean, it's good <laughs> that you're doing something, but virtual is not the same as it is hands-on. And you know, even this week, you talked, uh, and I don't know if you saw the interview with Juwan Taylor. I'm sure you did. Yes. And he talked about getting equipment sent to him from Milo and players getting money to get equipment or getting equipment. I mean, look, I go back on it. I think I mentioned this, JP, what was it, a month and a half ago, month ago, about how in the world are players going to work out? That's you know, right. so. Yeah. I mean, we have players that don't even have workout equipment. Some players that are having to go to a neighbor's house in a garage weight room. I mean, look, NFL players lift a lot of weights. There's not a lot of at-home workout rooms that have enough weight for an offensive lineman in the NFL or for Great NFL point. players. Great point. You know, so, I mean, this is, this is going to be such a challenging year in so many different aspects. And the more veteran team that you have, I think the more adept you're going to be at adjusting to this because veteran players typically have figured it out. They've learned how to be a pro. They've acquired certain pieces of equipment through the years. They're more sedentary. They have a home. They have a, a house. You know, so I mean, a lot of young players, they don't have any of that. You know, they don't have any of that. I mean, a lot of them are still living in an apartment, That's you know, right. at, at college. And some of them are still living in an apartment because they just finished their rookie year in the NFL or their second year in the NFL and they haven't figured out, you know, what they want to do for living arrangements yet. So uh, a tremendous challenge again for the Jaguars because they are young and because they're going to even be younger after this draft. 
All right, Logs. Final thought with you here. In 10 seconds, what will the Jaguars do with the ninth pick next week, a week from today? In 10 seconds. Yeah, 10 seconds. <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7. What do you got? Uh, I don't know, JP. I mean, look, Derek <laughs> Brown, Ken Law. Who's what do you want him to do? What do you want him to do, Logs? I mean, who, who do I want him? What do I want him? I want him to get Chase Young, JP. I want him to get Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know okay. what? They've got some draft capital to maybe go up and get one of those guys, uh, Isaiah Simmons. I'd love to see them maybe slide up a little bit to get him. Uh, but uh, I, and look, I haven't been able to watch a lot of the quarterbacks yet. I'll, I'll do that between now and next week. But uh, big question mark, JP. It's a, a lot of picks that can work there. Take the best one. Great stuff. Way to close it out, Logs. We'll talk to you next week on Draft Night. Looking forward to it, JP. There he is, Jeff Lagerman. Uh, by the way, three cheers, our uh, new segment on the show last week, to Leonard Fournette, 7,000 meals per week to the second harvest in New Orleans. Tyler Shatley helping out senior citizens in our local area, and Carl Davis, defensive lineman as well. Thanks to our entire crew, everybody behind the scenes putting this show on. I'm J.P. Shadrick, and it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. WJXLAM and FM. Jacksonville Beach. This is 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars.